Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm Fisher and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Keeney and Krusty. Hello. Hey guys. All three of us here this week, so it should be a, a, a good one. Plenty of uh, wrestling to discuss. No real news or anything this week. Nothing that we can b- be bothered to dive into anyway. Nothing huge. So we're going to go straight to our review of SmackDown um, and talk about what, well, what do you guys want to talk about from SmackDown? Well, we should probably start with the start of SmackDown. And we had a mammoth six-man tag between Imperium and the brawling Brutes. I was actually excited for once about a six-man tag with uh, that came out of nowhere. It's very rare that I get uh, I'm interested in six-man tags. Well, this is one that made sense, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This this might actually be, straight off the bat, actually, this might be my top mark. I haven't got a top mark thing, but I I don't think I've preferred anything to this this week, actually. It was a bang of a match. Um, It was was so good. It was like opening SmackDown with an absolute treat. In fact, that's what I said on our chat. I said that you get a treat when you uh, start SmackDown. I was excited and it didn't disappoint. Sometimes when you tell me there's going to be a treat or something. And then Nikki A.S.H. appears. Yeah. This was a, a real uh, <laughs> no, I just know you're not a biggest fan, so, so I used that as an example. It, this was great. Yeah. yeah, this this was a great match. And like you said, it had purpose. And what I really noticed from it, more than anything, and why it's probably my top mark, is how popular Seamus has become because of Clash at the Castle and the match with uh, Gunter and also maybe some of the stuff he'd done with Drew in the build-up to that. Mm. You know, he was massively over in the UK, which you'd expect. But a lot of the time, this then doesn't carry over. But Seamus, I feel like it's carried over and it's brilliant. So that's why it's my top mark, because I feel like he's being used perfectly almost at the moment. Um, and he could be get a big baby face push out of this if, if it continues. It's yeah. nice to see, isn't it? Yeah, and like you say, he's, he's really over. I, I noted it down as well, how, how popular Seamus has become in quite a quick succession. Um, I'm not too sure it quite works with um, Ridge Holland and Butch behind him. They're going to have to change that dynamic, I think, slightly. Um, it looks like Butch is turning into Pete Dunne slowly, and I'm not too sure what they're going to do with Ridge Holland. Um, I love Imperium being on SmackDown. Um, the dynamic is just amazing. They slot in perfectly. 
Uh, it's, it's just an amazing faction to slot into what was quite a weak show. So, yeah, really enjoyed the match, really enjoyed the fact that they're there. Is and it was like a no-brainer really to call up Vinci because him and um, Kaiser just work so well as a tag team. Some of their offense together is phenomenal, and like I think I've praised. I think I actually gave maybe gave a top mark just before with um, Vinci's like catching someone in a suplex move he did. I think he did it to either Ridge or Pete Dunne, whichever one it was. It's impressive. It's he's just. He is one of like my favorite wrestlers to watch. It's mad to say, but I just love watching Vinci. He's fantastic. He? Yeah, he's just, he's got everything. Cause he, he can fly around a bit and he's got the unbelievable strength. He's just yeah. in ring. Yeah, I, can, I, compared him to, I compared him to Cesaro in terms of his style because mm. um, he's got that pound for pound strength and he can also do other bits and pieces. Um, I think Probably he's with a more extreme high flying. Yeah, maybe with a little bit more yeah, mm. high flying style. But yeah, he. Um, Bold. All of these guys are great. I'm not apart. I think Ridge still needs a bit of work, but other than other than him, I, I love the fact. Like you said, um, Pete Dunne is basically Pete Dunne now, just called Butch. But he's basically Pete Dunne. He's, he looks like Pete Dunne. He wrestles like Pete Dunne. He's just got a different name now. That's that's what I've taken away from this as well since the last sort of the well the last couple of weeks in particular since he wrestled um, Kaiser was it on SmackDown? He wrestled, wasn't it? Um. Yeah. yeah, since that, I feel like it's just basically been Pete Dunn, but with a different name, which I don't, I don't mind if they keep the name. Like, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. We got used to Gunther, didn't we? Yeah, and I think there's a lot of, um, I was thinking this, there's a lot of, like, maybe skid marks in the past, which I think Triple H is undoing a lot of them. Um, like, I, I think maybe Butch was one that we skid marked. I think Fisher, maybe. I think me and you were a bit more accepting of it. I did it a couple of times. So yeah, yes. and I, I just think there's a few things now that we have criticised in the past that Triple H is just going back on. He's just doing things his way, and he's really his his feet are under the carpet now, and he's he's in full flow of Triple H now. And this, um, yeah, I mean, to, you know, up, straight up bat, I don't have a skip mark this week because I just think it's all kind of too good for me there's not really much i have uh criticism i, I do have moment. one but it's a nitpicky thing so we'll get to that later yeah um anything well there's a lot of else on smackdown um should we talk about the main event we saw well we saw solo sokoa at clash at the castle yeah uh, and i'm glad they obviously they, they kind of had to you know use this going forward um and we saw the main event of drew and solo sokoa um, which was a match when they booked it. I thought, well, who are they going to have lose here? Because this is Sokoa's debut and you don't want his debut in the bloodline to be a loss. And you can't really have Drew lose either. So they did a carrying cross interference, which, yeah, isn't the best finish to a match, like, you know, like a main event like this. But I mean, it I, is intriguing know. for me, though, that Cross is attacking Drew. Mm. Not not going for the goals. Uh, the camera was a bit odd like, <laughs> when it went all grey. Yeah. That was a bit skiddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was it, I, I, I saw some people like that. So a lot of people didn't. Um, I, it does. I don't really like it when they do special effects for certain people and stuff. I'm not really bothered about that. But yeah, um, it was kind of predictable the ending of that match. Um, and there's a part two to my, why uh, I, it's part of my skid mark actually this uh this oh, okay. match but oh, i'll get to go. the i'll get to the other part of it later when we talk about raw actually 
because it's related. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the match was okay. And I get why they kind of protect Solo and protect Drew here because obviously it's Solo's debut. Um, and Drew is just lost to Roman. <laughs> and I guess the other part of this is we got, saw the first real interactions of Solo Sokoa in bloodline no roman or Heyman still but we did see solo and sammy interact a bit and i think we all predict solo to eventually kick sammy out of the bloodline or this to be the way for sammy to leave but there's no signs yeah. of that now no i think they're gonna i think they're gonna play this out for a little bit longer i think people are entertained by sammy Zayn in the bloodline so much that a bit like when rk bro first come about that was meant to be a short-term thing people loved it so much they they ended up dragging it out but i think eventually that is the end goal i think obviously we'll talk about ko later but he's definitely a baby face now there's no doubt about it so yeah. i think you position position him to save sammy Zayn once you know, that he does get kicked out, but I think you can drag it out maybe a, a month or two more yet. It depends when you want to take the titles off the Usos, because I think when it does happen, Zayn should win. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with that. Um, I guess the, what the other big thing from SmackDown is we got a number one contender for Extreme Rules for Liv Morgan's title, a mm-hmm. five-woman elimination match oh, yeah that's this was so obvious who was going to win this it was um, too obvious wasn't it it was so <laughs> obvious they even made the poster before uh, yeah. the extreme rules poster with ronda rousey on it so yeah. that's how obvious it was it's a bit of a shame as well that they just allowed ronda rousey to basically absolutely destroy more than half of the smackdown women's roster including people like Lacey Evans in La- a matter of Lacey's seconds. a very weird one. She hasn't been seen in weeks. And I thought they were, re- I, I heard a rumor that they came on a re- repackage, you know, because Triple H didn't like the gimmick, but she basically came out exactly the same and then got pinned. Got destroyed, so maybe, maybe yeah. they still are planning to repackage her because I, he obviously doesn't see anything in her in this. I in hope this so. It's just odd because you've had her in the past contending for championships, being quite an authoritative uh, mm. female wrestler and actually being quite tough to beat if I recall um, yeah well she, she was in the main event scene on Raw for quite a while against Becky yeah um, and now she just gets absolutely Charlotte. squashed I think it damages people for the future when you then come to use them yeah um, you, you need to be careful who you put in these matches maybe the, like, like someone like Natalia Sonia Deville probably not much plan for those guys and they clearly don't see much in Zia Lee I mean she's already been pushed to the That's side such a shame um and oh yeah and then there's Lacey Evans yeah um so yeah she yeah Lacey Evans the is one here like with the fact that weird. Sonya tapped out Zia Lee yeah yeah that was a fairly probably the best moment of the match where Sonya and Ronda both had their submission holes in and both got a tap out at the same time but actually yeah I, I I've not really I've just re, re- refreshing myself here i i didn't really like the match until where sonia actually looked like she may she, she actually gave ronda a, a slight go that, that was um that was Ten good and it was well done right. as well when you consider what they had planned for raw i think that yes. was important that they didn't because if it had sonia be eliminated straight away and then she came out on raw and challenged belair i'd have been like well this is stupid but yeah, she actually definitely. nearly got the number one contender on smackdown yeah. And ran Ronda Rousey quite close. So then when she came out on war, even though I was a, I, we'll get to it, I was a little bit d- disappointed it was only Sonia Deville because it was like an open challenge. Yeah. But I did understand the reasoning behind it. And at least it made her, it didn't make her look totally weak. Over, if you compare both shows, it, 
you know, I think it was all right. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, we also got the then women's tag team champions, Raquel and Aaliyah, have a match against Toxic Attraction. Um, I guess my takeaway from this is, well, actually, we'll get to NXT later because maybe this isn't the case, but Toxic Attraction, you know, are they being called up soon or... Because this felt a bit weird for them to just have a match on SmackDown. I, I guess they don't have many tag teams. It up to the fact they got removed. It did make sense because they got removed from the tournament, didn't they? Did yeah, this injury. was meant to be the semi-final, wasn't it? Yeah, so it, I guess it kind of makes sense from that sense. Um, also allowed Raquel and Leah um, to seem a little bit more strong as a team. Mm which we'll discuss on Raw, why they probably needed to look a little bit more legitimate yeah, um, and get a win over. Yeah, but, it make, yeah. makes sense. I would have just had uh, this against like Nikki and Doudrop or someone. Personally. I like the so fact that they go... If it was Nikki and Doudrop. <laughs> I, I like I the fact preferred. that they went back to it because Toxic Attraction were in the tournament and didn't lose. Yeah. I like the fact they went back and did the match because they, they should, you, that should happen more. In, not, yeah. you know, in any wrestling uh, tournament or if they've, someone's got a title shot if someone like you know when Rhea Ripley had the title match and then she got yeah. injured and then they just put someone else in and she hasn't mentioned it since that annoys me Rhea should come back and be like I had a title match I want my title match do you know what I mean so for Toxic Attraction they, they didn't get eliminated so they should be wanting a match did Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark didn't either did they no, but they didn't actually wrestle on SmackDown. No, tournament. so may- maybe they, they haven't got that case. They got injured. You could even the do it with them, but I don't to- think Toxic would. Traction at least won a first round match. Yeah, yeah exactly. The yeah, they did. they did. But I do think a call up could be coming soon for them. I would um, have liked to have seen Mandy with them, especially with the belt. That would make them look a bit more legit. Yeah, I they think. haven't they haven't ever used Mandy since. They've used Toxic Attraction a couple of times now on the main roster. Mandy's, she's been mentioned on commentary, but she's never been um, with yeah. them, has she? I just think it makes it just look a bit better having someone come out of the NXT title with them. Even if, even with, you know, as a, you know, people who don't watch NXT, they see someone, they see Mandy Rose, someone who the main roster fans know with a belt, with, with them. It makes them just seem a bit more legit, I think. But there's probably reasons behind it why they're not showing her. Um, at the moment. Um, so there's probably one other biggish, well, big, it's not big, it's another talking point from um, SmackDown. Uh, Braun Strowman again, we saw him on Raw destroy everyone, and he destroyed the Alpha Academy here. Um, didn't have too much of an issue with this. It's just, for me, I'm already bored of Braun Strowman, personally. I've I've lost interest. I'm in quite him. excited about what he's going to do. I just think he looks so much better than last time. Um, even the the power bombs he was doing. Yeah, he did do a pretty impressive the power bomb, bomb on Otis as well. Yeah. I just think yeah, that was impressive. Better physique, Strowman. I, I don't think what he's doing is great. Yeah, but it's, but it's his just characters just destroying people with no purpose it's just like just give me i think a... it's just building up to something i'm i'm giving it time i would have been happy if we'd have seen strowman come in and go face to face of omos and had a feed of omos straight away and we'd be like oh wow well, here we go you think they're getting rid of omos? well i don't hey, know it's weird these on i know smackdown obviously probably needed the star power more than raw did at the moment but it's weird on smackdown because there's not anyone i, I think oh he's an obvious person obviously he might feud with roman i think carrying Cross. I think Karrion Cross is an obvious person for him to feud with, but that won't be right now because of the Drew feud. Gunter? Uh, Gunter, potentially, yeah. 
I guess but so. you'd have I mean, to have him lose against Gunter. Yeah, I'd be upset if he beat Gunter for the belt. Yeah, he doesn't need a title. He that's the he's one of those people that you put a title on him and it suddenly ruins. You know what? Play. I'd put him in a bit of a mini feud with Otis now. Now he's power bombed. I think I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to start with some sort of Strowman Otis thing, which and you just... could have Otis get one over by having um, Gable Gable <laughs> Gable interfere and things like that. I think it could be quite a decent one just to set him up. But yeah. I, I'm, I am pleased he's back. And it, uh, it's rare for me to say that. Uh, I, I'm pleased he's back. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he's back. I'm just not... I'm not exactly looking forward to him tomorrow night. Something I'm not looking forward to, which is just... is the use of Max Dupree. What, having a an eight-man tag, was it? Yeah, maximum male models and lost Lafarios. Why bother with lost Lafarios? Why not put Max <laughs> Dupree in the match? Um, well, I think like that. Keeney, um, you tweeted about on our Twitter account about yeah, there was a digital exclusive. So this yeah. is the thing that Krusty, you might not have seen this, but this might get you excited. Yeah, there was a digital exclusive of um, after the match backstage. Um, Pascal back on LA night. Max Dupree goes off like having a go at the. Um, Marseille and Mansoir. And then I think he says something like, you know, it's time for a change. He, he said, yeah. he, and then he, he, he says indicates... that you have to go for the day to get to the night. Yeah. yeah. And he says, yeah. And, oh, walks okay. out. and he says, well, night. I really yeah, call night. you tweeting this so, now, but I didn't look at it because I yeah. haven't watched SmackDown so, at so, the time. I yeah, think so the purpose of this may be. Okay. Yeah, to, to, to but I was annoyed at the back. time, but now I know this. I'm no longer annoyed. But now it's we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I'm really excited because I am a big LA Knight fan. As, we'll see uh, if what you've been around for a while, you'll know. Um, but then again, th- this felt very old, older Vince McMahon WWE throwing loads of random teams together. I think that's a... I think that's why the Braun Strowman thing hasn't connected with me because it just feels like that's like it's exactly what Vince would do if he had Braun back. He would just have him destroy people for no reason. Like, I feel like Triple H should be a bit more nuanced than he is usually with what he does. But this Strowman, and I think a bit here with, I mean, even Hit Row, since they come back, they've not really had a, much purpose in a mini feud with Mason Mansour, but it's hardly, you know, earth shattering from Hit Row. I mean, the problem is, you we, we go back to the same issue of the, the Usos holding the belts. Yeah. It, it's yeah, causing one... issues because there's no they can't beat the Usos, can they? But no. if you if you had two sets of belts, then you could have them in a feud for a tag title. There's not a lot of purpose if there's no belt. If it's not a real hate feud, which you're not going to have when you just come in, what do mm. you do? <laughs> there's yeah. no tournaments or anything they could do with. I know we mentioned you mentioned it, but they're on the AEW pod. There's too many tournaments going on. I think AEW needs more yeah. tournaments. Have a have a number one contenders tournament tag tournament. Yeah. Get some different people. Even if you cross brand, they're having the um, they're having the match again, aren't they? On SmackDown that they got interrupted when Braun interrupted it. They're redoing it on this oh, week's SmackDown. Oh, that four. I don't want to see that again. I know, and I don't think the I've four teams are the right Braun teams. Come in and destroy if, if Braun destroys him again, I am kicking off. I want well, to destroy him. What if, I haven't got to bother seeing it. What if he he comes in, but he comes in with a tag partner? Enters the match and then LA they win. Depends who that, his tag partner is. That that might work. Depends who his tag partner is. Then his original is it, plan is it um, has a purpose. Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas. Yeah, not yeah. if it's a kid. Like not if it's a child. But yeah, like 
it, there's potential that it, that might actually be interesting, but yeah, we'll it, see. it all depends if it comes in with like Shanky, then I'm not interested, but we'll, we'll see. Shanky and Strowman, <laughs> yeah. that'd be amazing. That's 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 the team, that's the team we all want to see. Um, anything else on SmackDown? That's I think that's most of it covered from uh, what I can see. But I know, oh, there was a little bit with um. Ronda and Shayna. Ronda told Shayna to get vengeance. Oh, ah, yeah. That is definitely going for that feud, isn't it? Yeah, I think we're going to see Shayna and Ronda aligned soon, and I'm all for it. Yeah, definitely. Where um, was Liv on here? She was watching up in the stands in the five way. Yeah, she was sat in like a uh, in yeah up in, in the like stands. in a box somewhere with a drink, just like sitting around. The like, thing is, yeah. when you have Roman not turn up at a show. You still think about Roman and you don't think that he hasn't turned up, apart mm. from when he does it for a few weeks and I get salty. When Liv doesn't turn up, I think it's a problem. Yeah, I, I think I kind of forget about it. She needs to be there to keep the momentum going. I think we see this a lot with these, and I've made this point a lot on AW with these champions that have really underwhelming runs, partly because of their opponents, but partly because certain people just thrive with the belts and I, I'm worried Liv hasn't really thrived with this title. She needs you, someone like Becky to feud against. That's the problem. Yeah, and it doesn't help her first feud with Ronda, who's clearly superior yeah. to her. You need Sasha Banks, you need Becky Lynch. It's not fair. They're, they're, it's really crap who they yeah. put against her. Um, Ronda's yeah, I mean, a great wrestler. She's a terrible promo. Um, she's, getting, she, she's getting better now. I think the last few weeks, I, I haven't but... cringed as long as she's on the screen. It's... Oh, that's a great... It's, it's gone above a one out of ten. That is, yeah. Yeah. I haven't cringed at your promo, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically where I'm at before. Fish's I'm head's disappeared. Speaking Sorry. Of it's, it's, I'm... <laughs> he's, he's really high. There he is. Here he is. I moved my screen slightly. <laughs> Here he is. Uh, should we move on to Raw then? I think we should. Yeah, yeah, but, before Fisher escapes from the screen completely. So let's move on to Raw. Um, yeah, what was your takeaway from Raw? I know you've got a top mark from Raw across here. I don't know if you want to go on to that or whether there's anything else you want yeah, to start with. Yeah, we go straight into some positivity, I guess, since I've yep. just been quite quite negative. Um, so I got excited the moment I heard jo- Johnny Wrestling was going to be having its first match on this Raw. I knew it was going to be great. And then I got even more excited when I saw who it was going to be against. This was very clever. So we had Johnny Wrestling versus chad gable uh, and this is my top mark just because it's it was just an incredible match it went for a real decent amount of time i think it was about 15 20 minutes yes yeah, it, it was 15 i believe it that's <clears throat> an incredible yeah. wrestling um and it's it's it was happening before triple h to be fair so i think vince had noticed but it's great to have gable finally noticed for how skilled he is yeah uh, not just in the ring but on on the microphone as well um and these two just flowed so well. It was an absolutely fantastic match. The crowd got massively into it, considering a lot of them won't be huge Johnny Gargano fans. There definitely was some there, but um, it was just nice just to, to hear it um, getting really over. Um, yeah, I think it's a really good um, first match for Gargano, like uh, against one of the most solid workers on the roster. Just, yeah. just give them 15 minutes to go at it. I mean, that's, again, we talk about Triple H here, and that wouldn't have happened under Vince. It wouldn't have had a 15-minute match with Chad Gable. 
Johnny Gargano. No, he, he might have had a five-minute one. On one, wouldn't he? Yeah, um, and also I think it was on commentary, but I might be wrong. I've just heard this on a podcast or something, but I'm sure on commentary they mentioned the history with DIY and Alpha Academy or um, American Alpha that they'd had matches Did before. They? I, if they did, then that's really. I good. may have heard I this on a podcast. That. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, it may not have been on. So anyway, that is still something to go back on. Is they had their history in DIY and American Alpha matches, so they've wrestled before. Because this this felt like a fresh match, but I guess it is in a singles um, iteration of it. Yeah, although it would have been about five years ago, would it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it would have been ages. ago. I feel like they'd never. Yeah, it feels so long ago that that I'd forgotten they completely crossed paths at all. So. Yeah, really yeah. good match. And like you said, Gable being used in this role, he's losing a lot, but it does. He's, it feels like he's so important to the show. He's always on. He's on SmackDown on Friday. Like he's on. Feels like he's everywhere, um, and yeah. doing a great job. Yeah, I mean, he, he's usually getting a promo. He's yeah always. That's the thing. Matches. Otis doesn't do much, really, does he? He he doesn't wrestle much, and he doesn't talk. Gable talks and then wrestles the matches. It, that's exactly how I want them, though. That's that's exactly how I want from both of them. Yeah, I think Otis maybe could wrestle a little bit more, but, but generally, I'd like to yeah. see him in a bit of a feud with Braun. I think that could be really good. I, I they think, could both yeah, show off some serious power. Um, also, I liked the after angle to this as well. Uh, this sort of flows through the top mark actually, because you then mm. had Theory hit Gargano in the back after he'd won, so he didn't get in involved. Yeah. Um, and well, one is I think Theory is a perfect person for him to feud with. If you want someone to get over massively with the crowd and be supported, you put him against Theory because uh, everyone hates him. And they've got uh, history, which which yes. they've spoke about again. They spoke about Quite the history. Interesting, isn't it? Mm. Uh, and also the, the way this flowed into the next segment. It's quite rare you see somebody involved in one segment and then go into another, which I actually really like because normally it hit him in the back chat some shit and then walk off the advert and they'd have disappeared yeah. i love the fact that he'd hit him and i don't know what happened to gargano if he got helped out or what but he then ended up in the ring with kevin owens which i'm quite surprised this didn't get a top mark um just because mm. i it was you know what it was, fire. it was the first thing that we saw i didn't have a plan for top mark um i just went with the first good thing we had which was the the six man but yeah this was insanely good and it could if we give the top mark to a promo alone. <laughs> yeah. This, this, yeah, this yeah. this promo from KO, I mean, he's always great. And he's probably my favorite wrestler anyway, but it was just so good, wasn't it? Um, the passion behind it, the the purpose, the detail of um again, the the past of 18 months ago, not winning the title and all that kind of stuff that was in there. Um and he even referenced that he was also because ha- Theory's been handed everything. He also said yeah. that I was handed the Universal title, by, which did happen. It's Triple H. Yeah. Handed it to over him, Marlins yeah. and handed it to him. Um, and I love that they, they re, you know, he, yeah. went, he went to that. And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So for people like us who have watched it all this time, that is great. Yeah. I loved that. Mm. Yeah, I, I love it. When, cause, and KO's smart enough to know that the audience doesn't forget these things. Um, yeah, Owens just gets the industry, doesn't he? And also, other- I'll, just before... Uh, just for you, Fish. I think we can praise KO, but I think Theory played his part in this so well because Theory's just such a such he's a he's underrated massively. Yeah, yeah his, 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 his facial expressions, his reactions, just spot on. 
I think the comparisons made before to the Miz, he is like almost the Miz levels of an annoying prick. He's just so good at it, Theory. Yeah. I, I think he is. Um, I think if they. The it felt star, real. Star now. It, it really felt real, this promo. The things they were saying about, about Theory yeah. is true. But I don't think they would say it if they didn't think he was good and, and amazing in that role. If it was they, true for the sake of true. <laughs> and then then I think, I think you also believe the that Theory thinks that he's just. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, but I was handpicked by Vince, so what? So why should I God's care? Gift. Yeah. yeah, like you think you, so you can believe clever. Theory thinks he's God's gift. I think this, as a parent, this is bang on. And like you say, Theory's because he had a thing with KO last week as well, and I think they've got a match yeah. for next week. But he's yeah. in a feud with Gargano, so Theory's he's bit, everywhere again. He's, yeah. he's I like it when they feud. do cross like feuds. Yeah. Yeah, um, and actually, Kevin Owens mentioned Gargano a few times. I, I was going to—that was the other oh, bit was I was going to say about the promo. Loving Gargano well, yeah. was that he really put over the new guy. Yeah, like yeah. I made sure like me and Johnny Gargano are one in a million, not just me. You know, mm-hmm. me and Johnny Gargano, yeah. and Gargano yeah. got a good reaction from the crowd here, but it made everyone realize, like, oh, okay, if Kevin Owens is saying that about him, he must be a big deal. They're, they're, yeah. they're, he is really engineering this so well. Yeah. The, the way they are building these characters. Um, and just, I, I just can't get over how much heat theory gets. And it is completely on purpose. <laughs> they have done this so smart. And anyone who thinks this is everyone hates him, but they should like him. No, they know exactly what they're doing. Exactly what they're doing. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I just loved this whole from Gargano versus Gable all the way to the end of this promo was just an incredible segment. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, you're spot on there. Um, and we actually ran a poll on Twitter this week um, before Raw just to kind of get a feeling of what people were most looking forward to on Raw because there was a few segments. Um, one of them was Gargano's debut. Um, one ended up being the main event we'll get to in a minute, but the other one was the women's tag team title match, which was announced. Um, and actually the main event, which is Edge and Dominic, uh, won the vote is the thing people are most looking forward to. Then I think it was Gargano. And then the third place was this women's tag team match. Um, but we'll start with the women's tag team and we have new champions. I guess not much surprise in the air when we saw damage control win the belts but a good match and just the right result. And I'm looking forward to them having a little rain now with the belts. Yeah, finally. It does make you wonder why they didn't just do it in the first place. But um, I think it's just because of that match at Clash at the Castle. Yeah, maybe. They maybe wanted maybe. to make that have a purpose, really, didn't it? But damage control been booked, other than that defeat, pretty flawlessly. And yeah. yeah, I love them and I think they're great and I'm glad they won. I think it brings a real prestige to that title now because they feel like that they're on the show two, three, four times a show. They're not going to not be on TV. They're not going to be. I mean, Raquel and Aaliyah were doing double duty as well, to be fair to them. but they're just Yeah, not... they, they've been everywhere. I but want to, I want to see uh... Damage Control on SmackDown. I want to see him. I love to see him go to NXT and you yeah. know, start some stuff there. Do a Damage Control toxic attraction feud with Mandy and Bailey involved. You could have some good stuff. I, I just think I just want to see them everywhere. We saw this with Sasha and Bailey when they were champs. Um, and there's probably been a few others that have done it as well. But you know, I know there's tag teams on NXT as well, the tag team titles, but I just want to see these. I just want to see them everywhere. They're, they're one of my favorite things in WWE right now is damage control. 
I just think they're brilliant. And um, yeah, yeah absolutely. Great, aren't they? And so, so glad. And obviously, we're getting uh, Bailey v Belair at Extreme Rules, so they could possibly be all draped in gold. Goals. Yeah, possibly. We will see. They Although could. I don't know if that's a good idea when you have the bloodline with all the gold. It just I, know, seems a I, I guess it's a different show and much. it's a female stable, so it's a little bit different, but yeah, I but understand where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, similar, similar premise, isn't it? Um, before we get on to the main event, which I keep referencing, we did we mentioned it a bit already, but Bianca Belair had the, uh, an open challenge um, answered by Sonia Deville off the back of her impressive performance on Friday. Um, and again, an all right match and Belair retained. I guess Belair needs wins because she's lost the last couple. Yeah, and Belair. I know Krusty was saying sort of like, oh, the, the woman's title has been ignored a little bit. And it's true because she, they, she was involved in that six-woman tag. This at least now it gives a bit more. Start to know, build she some she had a singles win um, after being pinned at the pay-per-view as well. So yeah, yeah she needed to build a bit of momentum. Strange because at one point she wasn't ever out of the ring, Belair. She was no. wrestling every week, wasn't she? Maybe she needed a little bit of a downtime. Um, yeah. I do think it, sometimes it, it, like, not having a champion, obviously you want your champions on the show every week, but maybe you don't have them wrestle every week because... It just felt like she, again, refer, if you compare Belair the last couple of months to Roman, Roman's not been on the show much, but everything around him feels relevant. Belair yeah. has felt like a complete backseat she's run out to help people she's sat on commentary now and again um but it's just not given me the the buzz around the title that i want which i had around um SummerSlam, wrestlemania that that's when i really and i think opponent really makes it just makes it doesn't it i mean well i think she's got the right opponent now I think Belair Bailey is a proper... That's a few I don't want to see. And this is where it's going to build, isn't it? And I'm going to get excited yeah. for it again. But it's good. It's referring back to SmackDown again. It's going to make the feud between Liv and Ronda just seem crap. I, yeah. I really can't see. This is going sporadic, but just in my head has just appeared. Ronda versus Liv. How do you get Liv to retain that title? Shayna gets annoyed by... Uh, Ronda constantly saying you need to be savage this that and the other and then you basically have a scene of her choking out Ronda saying you wanted me to be savage this is what it's become that, that um, could happen that's, that's not, not bad. and then you have that awesome feud uh, sorry to skip over there no, I no, no, way over excited I, I want to give something to the, to the women's point. division and I, I, I mentioned earlier about Liv's reign not seeming um, too special I guess you know, without thinking of another word, but you're right. The opponent is everything. And if you had Bailey against Liv right now, maybe Liv would feel a bit more relevant, um, or you know, a bit more special. Or you like say Becky, or even Sasha. you know, like a Sasha, even a Charlotte. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Charlotte wouldn't work. But I just think, yeah, she's just not been in the best spots, Liv. And Belair's been a bit off for a little while. Um, probably since a Becky feud, which I know is SummerSlam, probably last time Bianca felt t- proper relevant. Um, but I, I'm, this is a match I'm looking forward to big time. Um, and I think this won't just be a one and done. I think we're going to see a few from Belair and Bailey because it feels really fresh to me. Yeah. I'm sure they've wrestled before. Done, they did know, have a feud yeah. on SmackDown when Bailey was the SmackDown Women's Champion ages, yeah. a while back. Um, but yeah, obviously a while back because Bailey was injured for a long time. Yeah. yeah, when Belair first won the SmackDown title before she feuded with Sasha, I think it was. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, can we talk about Dexter Loomis? Oh, yeah. Go on then, Fish. I didn't know if you were going to move on to the main event, but there's a couple more things yet. So Dexter yeah. Loomis, I thought we needed to talk about this. Um, I don't know what to make of this segment. Um, because, so it's an interview with Amir's, and the interview itself was fine. Uh, you get a little cameo from his kids and Maurice. Maurice is basically telling him there's nothing to be worried about. You can tell Miz is scared. You can see Dexter Loomis sort of peering through his windows in the background. Um, then they go out and Dexter Loomis gets in and just plays the piano. A um, couple of questions. Who's looking after the kids? Because Miz has just left in there with Dexter Loomis. <laughs> weird. Um, Maybe the cameraman. Free babysitter. I know it doesn't really matter. I know it's, but Dexter Loomis is the weirdest baby face of all time. He's literally yeah. a serial killer. Do you know what? <laughs> this is weird. And this is the sort of thing I would not like, but I, I love Dexter Loomis. I don't know why it is. I just think about him. I just like, I just I think he plays his role ri- brilliantly. I just felt that this, I've liked the stuff they've done up until this point. This was a bit weird. I just think this is just like so illogical. Yeah, um, it is I know it's not weird. meant. I know it's not meant to be overly logical, but it was. It did feel a bit silly. Yeah, it is. It is a bit silly, but I. I just enjoy it. I. I just. I don't have anything else to say. I just really like it, and I. I really enjoyed this personally. I. I. I found this great. I just they like say like the little. Again, you don't get that sort of sort of thing on wrestling TV very often, where he's just peering through the window and it's like little subtle things. It's not. It's not too obvious, but. Like, just spot him out corner of your eye in a window, and then come back, and he's not there, and it's like, yeah, that bit was okay. I, it was more the end bit when he's just they go out and then he gets in somehow, even though they said they got security. Then they don't take the kids with them, which is a bit weird. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. It was just a bit strange. Yeah, that was that was odd. Is there anything else you wanted to cover before we go to the main event? I mean, I know we had the opening match, which. Balor and Riddle. Yeah, and then yeah, obviously you had Rollins' involvement in that in the promo that he opened the show with. So I think that was probably worth mentioning. Um, and then, yeah, Riddle, they're still not arranged the rematch. Obviously, it's going to happen. Um, yeah, it'll happen at Extreme Rules, won't it? It will happen. It will, yeah. Um, but, but Balor's promo, he, he made some weed references, which everyone does to Riddle, I suppose. But um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, this was all okay. The match yeah, was no, good. Quite a good match, match. Yeah, and again, we're we're intertwining people with feuds. So Riddle's got a feud with Seth. Balor's in the middle of a feud with I did Ray find and it Edge. Odd that Judgment Day came out. Yeah, I mean it was it was cool. But it was I just again it, it didn't it kind of works though. I again I we I think we we're all fans of these intertwining of feuds and just you you, you don't need also, to be. I, I love the fact they mentioned Priest and uh, Rhea history with Riddle because they are like real life best friends. Those three. Mm. Seen yeah. hanging out loads, Riddle, Priest, and Rhea. And obviously, Priest and Rhea being in the judgment day, trying to get Riddle to join. And, and Priest pretty much said that, you know, because he was like, We yeah. can rebuild, we're friends. So even though they're not friends on the screen, it would make no sense. But in real life, they refer- I quite liked that as well, that they went after Riddle. It kind of makes sense. Although, if Riddle did actually join the judgment day, that'd be the weirdest thing ever. But he's, he's clearly not going to. So. It would. But then, you know, Dominic Serio is a bit odd odd but that could be our segue to the main event where we had dominic and edge um in a again 
who would have said Dominic Mysterio would be main event in a Raw um, a couple of months ago, but here he is. But it makes sense, though, because of the storyline. And this match felt quite big. Um, like I said, it, it, it won our vote for the most look-forward-to thing announced for Raw, so people were into this feud. Um, the first Dominic match since he joined the Judgment Day, what did you guys make of it? Make of Dominic, I guess is the question. I think this is the right thing to do. If you want to give him a good chance of going on his own, turning him heel first was the right decision. And then yep. who else would put him in the main event of Raw with Edge? What an opportunity this guy is having. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't make make it of himself now, then he's not he's not destined to, is he? His and promo I was a bit weird. Match. I thought he really helped. Sorry. I said his promo earlier in the night was a bit weird, but the match was good. We had rear in his ears. It's weird, but I think that's the way they're making him, aren't they? Um, Yeah. He, again, he he feels a bit like a um, puppet, doesn't he? I guess that Rhea's controlling. That's what, essentially, what he he is. And I actually quite enjoyed Ray as well. Like, not, again, Ray's not against his son yet he's still like oh no yeah no he's he's fine he's fine like you know i i can i can talk him out of it you know don't do it edge ray's still sticking up for his son yeah and that's that's what would happen you don't have ray doesn't yeah, have to definitely. turn on his son straight away so and i spoke about how they prolong this the other week mm. this is how they do it so you've now got ray is still defending his son and Edge has just been absolutely destroyed at the after angle of this match. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know how many times this has to happen to Edge before he goes, you know what, I'm not going to bother anymore. <laughs> I'm sure this guy's been destroyed by chairs. Every he's, month he's got he's so many chair times. Chairs, so. Yeah, he has. And, and my, so this is part of the second part of my skid mark. Oh, God, so, here we go. So the, the match itself isn't, the angle afterwards I thought was really good, but you know, it's the correlation between the end of SmackDown and the end of Raw. Both main events being DQ finishes, I don't think is a good look going forward. I know they're good angles and there's reason behind both of them, arguably, but I don't, I didn't, I, I sighed when they, I saw it more because I was a bit annoyed when it happened on SmackDown, but I can understand it because Solo and Drew, I got that. But mm. to me, Edge should have just beat Dominic here and then you do the beatdown afterwards to regain sort of judgment days. I think it allows for another re- for a rematch, though, doesn't it? It does, but I just I just didn't like back Dominic to back. If, still if they had like waited and done it like two weeks time and done another DQ main event, I probably wouldn't have been bothered. But it was just because I remember thinking about the SmackDown main event being a DQ, and then this one, and I was like, "Come on!" Because I used to care. Mm. About That's a bit of like I think in Triple H is WWE. I'm not getting the shitty roll-ups every five seconds. I haven't had two other DQs that night. No, we, so you're getting really good matches with good finishes until that, mm, to be fair. I, mean, I get what you're saying, but I think he's allowing enough on other weeks. He, we're getting proper yeah. wrestling. Like I said, it was a bit of a nitpick. It wasn't something I was like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, this is terrible. But it, it was something I noticed and I, we have I wouldn't to want to happen. Now, don't we? We have I to wouldn't search. want it to happen very often, put it that way. No, it's, if it, if it happened things. three weeks in a row or something, I, then yeah. Yeah, because they haven't done loads of DQ finishes, but I, they've done them in matches where I'm like, well, why did you bother booking the match then? Um, if you're just going to... This has surely got to put Edge off TV for a while. I think I he'll thought, miss yeah. extreme rules. Uh, he, As I said before, his contract's only for like four to six matches a year. He, he's not... You, I don't know, he's obviously changed it, but he, he wasn't due to have this many matches. Uh, I guess yeah, he has wrestled a lot, himself. actually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you never got him wrestling on Raw and SmackDown at one point. 
yeah uh, now it's quite frequent isn't it which is yeah. a treat but yeah, it's good it to does see. make you think how long can he keep that up for um but yeah really enjoyable really enjoying this storyline finally dominic has a purpose i feel um and ray's still hanging in there as well which is just awesome actually that edge is just phenomenal isn't he um, he is yeah love everything about this yeah, I agree. Um, there's two other little things from Raw. I'm just going to mention, if you have any thoughts on them, just let me know. We had Omos win a squash match, a two-on-one, and we had Seth and Lashley set up for the US title next week. Any thoughts on either of those? I'm afraid Fisher's um, fears may come true. I can't see Seth losing cleanly to Bobby Lashley. I, I, I can only think this is going to be a DQ <laughs> Riddle get involved. Uh, Riddle get involved. Seth hitting Lashley with a chair, some, something like that. What one of it, you can't have it either way, unless they weirdly want to stick a belt on Seth now. Um, but I just can't see him doing that the way they've been building Lashley. Yeah, no, I think you're right. So I, I don't know, Fish. Do you think it could end up in another skiddy DQ? I, I think no, there'll be a. a I think Riddle will cost Rollins the match. I don't necessarily think it'll be a DQ. I, I'll be annoyed if it's a DQ. I, I, I would have Lashley win, but with Riddle interference um, and him costing. And that's what that, that story makes sense because Seth's been refusing a rematch, but that's going to push Seth to go, I want a match with you now because you've just cost me a championship. Yeah. Give Seth a reason to yeah. want to fight Riddle because at the moment he's just like, why would I fight you? I beat you and you're a loser. Um, also potentially gives the chance for an opportunity for Seth to rematch Lashley down the line if they don't find any gold for Seth, because I think he needs a title within the next 12 months. He, he has to yes. get something. Yeah. So 100%. maybe he go, then goes for Lashley next year if there's nothing else for him to do. Um, but yeah. Cool. Um, I guess. What was the other thing? I forgot. Oh, it was Omos. Oh, have any thoughts yeah, on Omos I, I, I forgot about that already. No, um, I mean, he was back after quite a long absence. He's been, I think this is only his second appearance since Triple H has been in charge. Um, and it was just the same as the first one. It was just a squash match for him. Um, you know, I don't really think they've got much plans for him. I've heard they've got no plans at all for Veer at the moment as well, which is obviously two of the guys uh, Vince was kind of pushing. I know there's, there's been a couple of bit other people. I mean, AJ Styles, I think, hasn't been on Raw for two weeks, which is weird. Um, oh, yeah. I, don't know I think Ziggler's not been on for a couple of weeks. People like Ali have disappeared again. Like, there's, well, this is the problem. Got a lot of, this, the, the thing is, with bringing the new people in is you, yeah. you are going to get this a little bit. Um, but if they can rotate the talent and keep them all happy, then I've got, not got a problem with them keeping it fresh. Yeah, exactly. And also, you mentioned about Edge being off TV. Who are the Judgment Day going to be attacking if they're going to prolong this race story. They need someone else to attack. So maybe you throw someone like an AJ Styles in for them to, although they've kind of done that in there, AJ Styles, but there's something you can do. You can throw someone in judgment day to, for the time being story. And I think the story is just going to continue between Ray and Dom now, really. Yeah, um, judgment day got to have matches though, haven't they? You could have, I think they should go off. Rhea should go after a female person because Rhea hasn't, although she's done the stuff with Dom and it's interesting. She hasn't actually wrestled in a while. Uh, unless no, she hasn't actually, yeah. the only other way you can do it is you bring Beth in, um, to like on, on a, a Edge's behalf and you do Rhea versus Beth at Extreme Rules. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, I agree. Um, cool. Should we go on to NXT? 
right, I'm going to drop out. Enjoy the rest of your podcasts. I you hope do. you love Krusty and enjoy Fisher and Keeney. <laughs> bye bye. See ya. See you later. Okay. Right. Let's let's, let's yeah. Let's start with the um, opening match with NXT Tag Team Title Match, um, where I think the stipulation was chosen by the. Um, yeah, so it's a steel cage crowd. Yeah, steel cage match. What did you make of it? Um, the match was good. Uh, I thought it was quite predictable. Pretty deadly, we're going to win because they only won. What would have been the point of them winning last week? Um, I kind of liked the clever spot with Kemp getting involved in handcuffing Julius, uh, and obviously that led to the finish of the match. Um, yeah, I think they booked this one really well because I think. Um... Creed Brothers still look quite strong, even though they lost here, because one of them was handcuffed to the top of the cage, and he still managed to beat one of them up at one point. He can't remember which member of Pretty Deadly he attacked, but he beat one of them up. And also, Brutus actually kicked out of their finisher once, whilst he was handcuffed to the top. So it makes Brutus look quite strong for kicking out of their finisher, yeah. but then couldn't kick out of it a second time. And it, I think they got what they prolonged the... Damon Kemp feud, they've kept the belts on pretty deadly and they've made Creed Brothers look strong all in one go. So I think they've booked that perfectly, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think Julius in this match has some great spots again. He's really He shining. is phenomenal. He's Julius, really shining. Um, yeah, he's great. Not a lot to say about it, but yeah, obviously they're going to get revenge on Damon Kemp at some point, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, keeping on the title... Uh, path we had a toxic attraction um promo which um interrupted by alba fire so we're finally getting her against mandy rose which feels like the person to beat mandy doesn't it i think alba fire feels like she's the only one in my opinion nxt i think can beat mandy because mandy's beat everyone else like, I would have said a Cora Jade or Roxanne Perez, but she's beaten both of those. Yeah, I've I've sort of said that I think Alba Fire should get it purely because I think she needs a run with the title soon, and then I can see her joining the main roster at some point. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy with this this direction. Um, I think it's it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Um, and move on. Something else that made sense, actually, I predicted it last week, was um, Joe Gacy was... The teammate of Cameron yeah, yeah, Grimes. Yeah. That, was, that was a good shout. Without, um, he didn't want it originally, but then in the end, um, how good they, did they look when they tagged together? By the way, I thought they their, their moves like meshed together pretty well. Yeah, I I think they might go with this. Like, it's a weird one. I don't know what whether you have Grimes or did they didn't they attack him after the match? Didn't they, Gacy? Yeah, because because um, he wouldn't join. Yeah, so they asked him to join, and Gacy went for the hug, and then. Grimes was like, no, and then they, they attacked him. But I think eventually he's going to just be like, if I can't beat him, I'll join him. Yeah, um, that's what I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think might and, and, and what I'd like to see down. is him kind of, because he's quite different. He But he's kind of like more like the Grizzled Young Veterans old style. So I'd yeah. love to have him eventually like kick Joe Gacy out of the group and then bring them back as like GYV with him or something. Yeah. That, something like that would be cool because I don't like the Gacy schism gimmick much anyway, especially on Zach Gibson and James Drake, because I don't like what they've done with it. It is a waste of Zach Gibson right now, definitely, yeah, ex- in exactly. this um, current role. But a defeat for Tony D'Angelo, who um, was quite high at one point, and now he seems really like, you know, mid-card. Yep. 
don't need Tony Dangelo, someone who seemed like one of the top guys for a while. Um, I'm going to leave the main event to the end, I think. Yeah, um, so that was yeah. very noteworthy. Phenomenal. Uh, I've, uh, we've got a debut of Quincy Elliott in yes, the ring. Yes, I've been looking forward to this one. And... This was a, well, you know, a memorable debut. I will remember this from Quincy Elliott. Very different, very really interesting. Really like the presentation. Yeah, really, really impressive. Um, unique character. Yeah, I'm all for this. I thought it was very interesting and very good. Um, a lot of I got a lot of gold dust vibes. Yeah, viscera, viscera as well. He's dressed like King Old uh, Vis- King Viscera. I've seen yeah. the comparisons. Um, yeah, there's a lot of comparisons. His, his mannerisms so. are very gold dust. I, was like, I, yeah. I, you know, there's I definitely bits dust. of gold dust, bits of yeah. viscera, little bits of maybe Velveteen Dream have taken as well. Yeah. There's a lot of these these style of um, these kind of camp over the top. Yeah, wrestlers, but I love it. It's um, it's really, really cool. And yeah, I thought he looked decent. What we saw in the ring was quite quick match. Obviously, yeah. uh, the, the Sean Gallagher guy he beat up looked like the most generic wrestler of all time. By the way, oh yeah, yeah, name so. as well. Like, yeah, I know, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that that it was quite funny. Um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good presentation. It was. Um, we had Hank Walker beat Javier Bernal. Um, yeah, I did, then, when this match was happening, I was like, who "Yeah, I don't on get this match." Cares? However, Hank was quite over here. I think people just liked the security guard winning, and I thought he looked—you know—he looked alright. To be fair, yeah, this is one of and the weirdest I matches. Saw on digital exclusive, that um, Shawn Michaels is handing him a contract to be a wrestler. Okay. So yeah, that's yeah. just their way of bringing him in, him in as a wrestler, essentially. Yeah, which is fine. I don't really have a problem with it. It's it's just like when I saw this match, especially on a one-year anniversary show, where you're kind of making everything a big deal. Where I was like, "Why on earth is this happening? What? Who? I've never seen Javier Bernard before, let alone Hank." So I, I was, know. Yeah, I was just really... like, if it was against an established, if it was like Grayson Waller versus Hank, yeah, because he's like the same cocky kind of heel, then I'd have been like, "Okay, I get it." But yeah, the fact it was Javier Bernard was odd for me. Yeah, no, I agree. This was a match when it was booked. I was like, I don't. Why do I? Why should anyone? Yeah, maybe you don't want Grayson Waller losing to a security guard. So I get, I kind of get that as well. Yeah, I mean, it's an, it's an interesting way to, it's a different way to bring someone in. Um, Fallon Henley beat Lash Legend. Um, not much on this one, but I thought she looked really good, Fallon Henley. Yeah, and I, she's someone like who, who impresses me more and more. I see her. I like Fallon. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Lash to be honest, but um, I'm glad Fallon won quite quickly and clean here. I mean, Lash Legend obviously had a bit of a thing with Wendy Chu later on, so I think they're moving on to that with her. Yes. Yeah, um, it looks like finally Wendy Chu's moved on from Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, that, um, that had to end. But it went on for way too long. Uh, Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons, they've kept them as a team in NXT, and they beat Kiana James and Ariana Grace. Again, not much on this one. No, there's not a lot to uh, say about a lot of these matches. Because Again, considering it was kind of the year um, anniversary, there wasn't a lot going on. Um, no. I'm just that gonna, much just, was okay, and Nikita obviously got a trademark pin in. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, I was going to mention a few um, backstage things and just comment on yeah. anything you thought was interesting. Um, we had some Cora Jade promos, um, nothing special. JD Madonna had a promo whilst being shaved. Um, that was a bit weird. Yeah, he's, um, his promos are really weird. Yeah, I'm not quite sure on what he's doing yet. Um, a little scruff between Von Wagner and Sanger might be quite a cool match. Two yeah. big guys could be interesting. One of the is it? Um, 
Valentina Ferroz or Lucy Lucy uh, Yeah, Valentina Ferroz is up for like nine months. A shame for them because I feel like the the, the yeah, one that's not injured cool is going to yeah. the one that's not injured is just not going to do anything. I feel, and that's you know, it's always disappointing when that happens. Yeah, that is a shame. Um, sort of Tyler Bate wants a rematch for the title. We had the schism jump Anofi and Blade. Um, so they're going to tag team match next week, I guess. Yeah, we had also a um, a couple of introduction videos. One for I can't remember the girl's name. I didn't write. I don't think I heard. Yeah, I can't remember. I didn't know who she was. But I did write down. Yeah, yeah. The one I did write down was Oro Solaruka is the female. Solaruka. Solaruka. The male was is it Oro Mensa? Oro Mensa. Oliver Carter, isn't it from NXT UK? Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's, he's not it, been released. He's he's, he's good. Oliver Carter or Ori yeah. Mensa. So be I think that's a... There's a lot of NXT UK guys coming in. Um, yeah, there is. There is a lot of NXT guys. I think that's a. I think that's a. You know, it's at a point now. I think NXT. I think a few need to move up now because it's quite a big roster now. NXT. Yeah. When you consider we didn't see um, Axiom or whatever his name, you know, Fraser. 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 Is, like just people we didn't see on this show. Um, you know, we got very little bits from people like Bate and Madonna and Breaker, um, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez. There's a lot of people that have got very little, you know, very mm. minuscule bits on the shows. And the show was stacked with other talents as well. So there's roster's so big now. I think it's time for some to move up. Um, so we'll see what happens with that regard. And maybe that brings us on to our main event because... The it was for the North American title. It was a vote again. Um, again, the options were a bit weak, weren't they? Wesley, Von Wagner, and um, Joe Gacy. Pretty weak options to fight yeah. Carmelo. Uh, Wesley won the vote. I, I understand probably, why now, though. <laughs> yeah, probably predictable. Um, but I wasn't expecting them to just take him out backstage. And even then, I thought, well, Wesley's just going to come out fighting in the main event. He's going to put an effort up and he's going to lose. That's what I thought was going to happen in the main event. I thought Wesley's yeah. still going to fight. But he didn't. And instead, how surprised were you when this we saw awesome. Solo Sikawa? And I out? love it because it's, he's now going to go to the main roster, be in the bloodline. And that's another title for the bloodline. And it also, Sami Zayn again now is the only member of the bloodline without a title. So that yep. can go into the storyline. They can use this for, for the, the main roster storyline of yep. like kicking Sami Zayn out. So I thought this was genius. Plus, Solo Sokoa did say he wanted next when he was on yeah, NXT. Yeah, he did. Yeah, And he said that. And I yeah. just thought, wow. Like, yeah. Was not only is that continuation, it. it's continuation main roster and NXT booking like coming together. So but what, this what do they do with Solo Sokoa as the North American champion? On well, I guess roster. it's going to be on NXT as well. I'm, I'm guessing. Duty. Yeah. I don't think it'll be on like every week. But I think he'll defend it and probably, I guess, maybe lose it soon. But I, d- I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Another really good match as well. I mean, Carmelo does not miss, as he says all the time, but he doesn't miss with matches. Carmelo, I don't say have a bad match. I don't think Carmelo. Brilliant match, this one. Um, and I had a point which I've just forgotten. Oh, no, yes. The bloodlines. What I think they should do, and I'm not an advocate for 24-7 title, but Sami Zayn, I've seen, I've seen Sean Sami Zayn yeah, should yeah. go for the twenty four seven title. That would be amazing. And can you imagine if he won it, and then like the bloodline all out of their belts? Sami Zayn's holding his twenty four seven title. And he up. thinks he's his, like his. Yeah, his and he thinks he's like equal with everyone. Yeah, and like he's just. I, I don't like, mind that idea. I think that is amazing. That's the best way. And also, he could just hold it because who's going to attack the bloodline? Yeah, like, Akira exactly. Sazawa, 
So I think I think that is the perfect, and that's the way you can get step. rid of the twenty four seven title as well. Yeah, because you can eventually go Roman guy. What the hell is this? Yeah, get rid of it. I don't want that my in my stable. And then that's uh, and Sammy gets pissed off, and then they kind of beat Sammy up, and then the, the title's just vacated and then yeah. disappears. I think that would be a genius way to a continue the storyline with the bloodline and also get rid of the twenty four seven title in a yeah. meaningful. I've, that exit. is one hundred percent what I want to happen. I want to see it cool. tonight. I don't know. I doubt they'll do it, but I. I because where do you go from Dana Brooks suddenly in a 24-7 title segment getting pinned by Sami Zayn? Something, I don't know. I don't know how you get there, but you, I mean, you could. Yeah, you, you can have You could just have him turn up on Raw on Monday. You could just have him roll up. Roll up Dana, Dana Brooke. Brooke and then go. Dana Brooks comes on to SmackDown to fight Ronda. Ronda destroys her and then Sami Zayn sneaks up I like up the idea of Sami Zayn and... turning up at Raw because the champion's there. Yeah, literally rolling Wanda up, and then the rest of the bloodline picking him up in the car, and I'm just driving off. Like, they yeah. literally, don't see him until SmackDown, and then Sami Zayn comes out with the title. Like, something like that would be cool. Yeah, it's that's what I want to see happen next. But this is so intriguing. I, I, when this happened, I was like, well, what's? I don't understand how they're going to make this work. I'm still not sure how they're going to make it work. I think it's a very interesting one, a very hard one. There's no obvious like direction because you can't have Solo lose because mm. he's now. So he's not going to lose about anytime soon, surely, as member of the bloodline. Yeah. So NXT just going to lose a second champion for a while. But what this does do is this frees up Carmelo Hayes, either for the NXT title yeah. or for main roster, because he is ready. Carmelo Hayes he is, is ready, but I I feel like there's he, he should win the he should be the NXT champion before he goes up. Yeah, um, and he's the perfect. But we haven't had Bron v Carmelo really yet, have we? Can you see Carmelo confront the bloodline? Being like, why are you set up on my show winning my belt with me? Turns up on SmackDown tonight. And it's like, what's going on? I doubt it, but it's not impossible. It's not. So what? I I, I feel like Wesley still needs to get his revenge yet as well. So I think. No, you're probably. I I feel like there's still stuff to do on on, um, NXT for Carmelo yet. But I do think he's he's definitely ready. Like he's been ready for ages because he's he's so basically good. ready since he debuted. Yeah, hasn't he, yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. But yeah, I think you can still wait a little bit longer. I don't want them to call up too many people, and I think there's people that need to go up before he does that have kind of gone stale in NXT. Yeah, you know, but right, but yeah, very interesting um, main event, but potentially more interesting is what we saw after the main event. And this is this is my yes. top mark. Mainly for what I think this is going to represent going forward. I don't think this one itself is a top mark, but the significance of it could be is we had a little video package. Uh, Shawn Michaels just saying about NXT yeah. and um, he mentioned developmental again. He mentioned um, just how great it was and just, you know, bigging up the um, brand. And then at the end, we had the NXT 2.0 logo. Um change into black gold and white but black yeah. and goldish yeah it was basically and the old NXT 2.0 white. removed from the logo no more 2.0 yeah. and to me this you know triple h always wanted a third brand that's what he built nxt into and it got taken away from him and i feel like we might be going back to a third brand i i think i, that's, I think it'll still be kind of developmental with the because the roster they've got and the people have like signed yeah. it's not gonna be an overnight Change. I feel like it's still going to be a developmental brand, but presented more seriously. Yeah. Um, like I, I just, I just, I, I miss 
the most actually is the old arena, the NXT 2.0, how it, uh, no, it's like NXT black and gold, how it was presented, like the crowd were like blackened out a bit, and mm. it just looked the aesthetics of it were amazing. And I'm not a big fan of the aesthetics of 2.0 arena, it's just a bit bright and colorful, it's just a bit much. And um, I, I'm so excited. This like this happened, and I was like, oh my god, yes, like give me black and gold NXT again. Make it, just give it, make it exactly, well, not exactly, but, you know, the the way it was booked before and the prominence of it. And Triple H having his way in Shawn Michaels, you know, thinks like Triple H, I, I believe. So I think this is a real positive. I mean, NXT Black and Gold was my favorite brand for a while. I think it was your favorite brand for a little bit. Yeah, it, yeah, was, it was the best wrestling on TV for a little while. Um, well, six months to a year, maybe it was best wrestler on TV. And I'm just so excited about what this could potentially mean. I, I would love to see what my dream is to have a third brand and have it maybe not. Well, yeah, level. I want, I want three brands. I want it level with NXT, with SmackDown and Raw. And you just have, you know, you move like Sami Zayn to NXT and have him. And, you know, I, I, you know who knows what's going to happen. We don't know about any drafts coming up if. But to me, and maybe I'm getting carried away, but to me, this change, it's a clear change back. It's a clear change from to go back to what they had before. And there's a reason it's not called NXT 3.0 and he hasn't changed. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's reverted back to old. It's definitely so. reverted back to what he wants because he clearly, that was his brand and him can, and Sean Can Vince, Vince at home now sat there like, are you taking a piss? You've brought back <laughs> all the people I didn't want. Now you're changing back NXT to how it was. Yeah, well, it's just, that's what happens, I guess. He is, yeah. I mean, we said there'd be subtle changes with Triple H. He is making in-your-face obvious changes. Yeah. Two months ago, Dakota Kai was released. Now she's a champion in WWE on the main roster. Yeah, like, exactly. The, the changes have been big and... There's more to come, I'm pretty sure. Like, so yeah, so excited. And just as an off, we saw um on Twitter, um, Ode Lorcan tweet the logo. Don't know what that means. Is Ode Lorcan coming back? Don't really No, I I, I think him. he was just kind of like, This is cool that this is back. I don't think it Yeah, no, I, I I think so as well, but I was just like, Oh, it's a bit weird. Yeah. But I, I wonder though whether he might bring back some old NXT guys. Like, he might, but I don't feel like they need any, like you just mentioned, I mean, Boston yeah, being a bit over. Lorcan and NXT Birch are hardly UK. Needed, are they? I don't feel like they need more people, really. But they've got more people coming. Another now. thing to bear in mind, though, is we have NXT Europe coming yeah. up, and maybe he can move some of the NXT guys to NXT Europe. Maybe the Lash Legends and well, um, he made, I would have thought Von Wagner's the guys. And, uh... Yeah, but you know, he had he had American guys on NXT he did, UK. Occasionally, um, yeah. I just think. And now I'm thinking about it, and this is literally on the cuff. NXT Europe could become developmental, and NXT could then become the third brand. Yeah, maybe. And you could, but the only thing that makes you not think that is, is Shawn Michaels did mention developmental in his. Um, yeah, I feel like it's still going to be developmental, not a third brand. But I feel like it's going to be a bit of an. In- I feel like it's going to be an in between the two brands really. because we I had don't a think it's going to be NXT Black and Gold. We had a Survivor Series of three brands. Yeah, um, and you know, if we could get back to the five series, of but I don't. I, I, and... I don't think the talent, like the talent pool that was on NXT Black and Gold now, like if NXT had that talent, they'd be on the. I think they'd just be on the main roster under Triple H. Yeah, but could... I don't think Triple H would waste time trying to put them in developmental. Yeah, but could you not move? 
because we've seen a few. I know you've got but, like Apollo down there. For example. Yeah, but we've seen a few. We've seen Natalia and um, yeah, AJ and Ziggler move to NXT for short periods. Short periods, yeah. Could he move like, like I say, Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens back to NXT for a bit? Finn Balor did it for for a little while. Mm. I I think there are again. I don't think you'd you, you wouldn't move a Roman or a Drew to NXT, but. You, you know the next tier down i think you could you could i don't think it's mad that you see the miz on nxt or someone like that i i just think there's 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 enough talent for three brands yeah um i mean essentially nxt is a third brand i know it's developmental but you know we don't well, i guess we do think of it a bit less as name Russell, don't we we don't think of it as i do definitely now yeah it has been yeah for the last year but Interesting the year anniversary we're going back. So next week's NXT, I'm interested to see what changes well, there are. It's not going to be yet because they've recorded, they've taped the final few episodes of NXT 2.0. Oh, okay. So I know there's been tapings because there's spoilers out, which I haven't seen luckily yet, any of them. But so I know they're going to do, because obviously it's going to take time for them to change everything around the set and, and how it looks. So I'm assuming they'll go live with a big new episode in a few weeks. I don't know how many they've recorded, at least two or three, I think. Okay. So yeah, it's not going to be next week. It's uh, going to be um, a few weeks away. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's still interesting. Still, um, very excited about the future of NXT, and that's why it's my yeah. top mark because I'm just excited yeah, yeah, yeah. about, about it, what by what it means. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. Definitely going forward. Um, cool. Anything else from NXT? No, Shall no, we no, let's, uh, let's wrap, wrap it up, up there? It's been a long one. Yeah, this has been a long one. Um, still got AEW to do. Yeah. We do. So that is a good point. This is our WWE review. Um, check out our YouTube, uh, Recharge Wrestling, such as on YouTube if you're not already watching this, to find our AEW review of the past week in Rampage and Dynamite, which will be recording shortly. Um, follow us on Twitter as well, at Recharge Wrestle. Uh, you know, we like to tweet after shows when big things happen. We like to, we obviously tweet out our, our uh, content we produce. Um, we do predictions around pay-per-views, PLEs, if if you're new to Recharge. So there's, there's, there's a lot to get involved with. And uh, we're always up for interaction. So, so don't hesitate to get in contact with us because we uh, love chat and wrestling, as you can tell from the last hour or so. So, um, yeah, check us out there. And we'll be back next week for another WWE pod. See Goodbye. you guys. Bye. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.